how the sons of Eli were corrupt and they did not know God. Wow. It shows me there that the father, even though he had a calling, even though he was anointed, he failed to lead his house. Where are the men of this house? Where are the men of this house? You're the head of the house. You're the head of the house. Now, that's not for you to get all machismo and say, oh, what I say, no goes, no, no. You'll have a frying pan embedded in your forehead before you know it. What that means is that you are to lead by example. You can't demand something you ain't giving. How are you going to tell your wife to make you a cup of coffee and you don't even make her one? How are you going to demand your wife to love you when you don't love her back? You tell every other person you see that they're beautiful and they look good except your own house. Wow. Sadness. They were corrupted. Why? Because someone didn't set the example. Someone applauded their behavior. And whatever you applaud, you approve of. Amen? Teaching our children reverence and fear of God is the most important thing that will save them from themselves. The Bible says, teach your child in the ways of the Lord. So when they get old, and the word literally means older, not old, when they get 80 and 100. No, when they get older, when sense begins to play out in their mind, when they learn how to figure out life. You know, our youth today, they are very excited about getting to the age of 18. Help me. 19. 20, 21. They don't like curfews, but they live in your house. Curfew in my house is at 9 o'clock. I mean 8 o'clock. Why? Because I go to bed at 9. I consider, okay, an adult a person they could provide for themselves. That means that they can provide for a roof over their head, and they could do whatever they want in their house. But In this culture, we have this attitude that it's okay because they're 18. They don't want to serve the Lord, but they're living in your house. They don't want to serve the Lord, but they're eating the food that God provided in your house. They don't want to serve the Lord, but they're watching cable and they're on the internet and they're they're in your car. And who provided that to begin with? God. I love certain cultures. I, I, I had a friend who I met years ago, and she got herself in trouble. Her parents had paid her tuition to go to college. She decided to party all day, every night, and all her grades came back. She flunked and she failed, and they were not giving her an opportunity in the college. That was it. She called me hysterically crying. And I said, well, it's okay. You know, your, your parents will understand. She was like, no, you don't understand. My culture is not like your culture. If we fail, we're on the streets. I wonder why they're doctors today. I wonder why they're nurses today. 
I wonder why they're police officers today. I wonder why they're mayors. I wonder why they're people of profession. Why? Because certain cultures do not apply, do not apply what we applaud. My mom told me this at a young age. El que se casa pa su casa. You get married, you go to your house. You ain't coming here with six, seven kids. No, 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 you ain't. You had a good time making them. Now you go, oh, oh, let me get jiggy with it. Oh, oh, oh. But what do our youth say today? Oh, don't worry, mommy and daddy will take me back. No. No, 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 no. As soon as you decide to leave the house and you're a grown-up, you're going to see a van of a locksmith pulling up. Change the locks. Daddy Bo, you don't have to be so rough. No, life is rough. It's like the youth mentality today. I'm like a bird. I only want to fly away. I don't know where my soul is. I don't know where my home is. That's what the lyrics say. Fly birdie, fly, fly. You're going to find out that in that world, there's crows, there's vultures. Uh, 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 hello? You're going to find out how real life is once you begin to fly. Now, I don't say that to scare you. I say that to warn you. Appreciate what you can. Why do you think millennials are moving back home? Because millennials had the attitude. I'm going to be famous and popular by having a YouTube channel. And no one subscribe. I'm going to get on one of those apps and I'm going to say something and people are going to love me. And you got three thumbs down. And then you realize that that wasn't for you. It's okay to be aggressive. It's okay to want to wanna challenge things. But it's not okay to try to wreck things the way you want to wreck them. In other words, there's an order to everything. You could party all day, all night. But after the smoke clears, you're going to find out how broke you are. I remember I used to go to the bars. And I don't know if they if they still do this, but they... They'll ask you for your credit card, your debit card, and they say, you, do you want it open? I, I didn't know what that meant until I got the bill in the mail. Everybody was ordering drinks on my name. And I said, ¿Qué pasó aquí? I said, we drank that much? They drank that much? And they were nowhere to be found because as quick as they come, they will leave you. Those that love you will correct you. Those that don't love you will approve of you. That's why your friends are saying, come on, I can't wait until you're 18. So that we, I thank God for COVID because there ain't no clubs open. There's some open. But you're going to catch something there. You're going to find yourself in a ventilator. Saying, man, that message was deep. Yeah, now you're going deep. That's how deep it was. Amen? There, there's an absence, according to statistics, here in the United States of America, 
There is a crisis of father's absence in the home in America. One out of four live without their biological father, without a stepfather, without an adoptive father. There's a failure of fatherhood in the house. My mom told me this story, and I don't know if it... I'm going to say vaguely because I don't remember it all in details. She said... um, uh, in, in Puerto Rico many years ago when she was a young teenager, there was a judge, right, that was out of the ordinary. This judge didn't judge literally by the book. He judged the way that he thought he should judge. And women will come into the courthouse bringing their baby daddy and claiming that they have not pay, paid for child support. So the judge got very clever and the judge said to the man, oh, yeah, that's your son? Yeah, okay. You don't want to pay child support? Okay. Back then, they didn't have paternity tests or none of that because they didn't, they didn't play that nonsense. They, they knew that child was yours, especially if he had them crooked eyebrows or those long toes or nails and things like that. You know, you describe them, you know, like they say, oh, you, you, you one of them. You got them big old eyes just like that family over there, your big old ear, your big old head. You, you, you just like them. Even if you're not part of them, you look like them, so you're one of them. So, they, you know, that's how they pass judgment, amen? And the judge used to say to the male and say, this is your child? And the man said, yeah, this is my child. Oh, okay, okay, so you haven't paid child support? No, I haven't paid child support, you know, because I, I, I haven't been working and stuff like that. And the judge will say... You got a watch on? That watch is ours. You got that chain on? That chain is ours. And he will take and remove. And he says, and we're going to put you in jail until you make up the payments, okay, for this child that you brought into this earth. Meanwhile, everything that you have is no longer yours. It belongs to us, and we're going to give it to your child. I wish we could have judges like that here today. You see Judge Judy and you and you see these beat down dads. Now, I'm not trying to be hurtful or critical. I'm just calling it like it is. Let me tell you something. If you brought that child into this world, it's your moral obligation. I don't care what went wrong in the relationship. That's your child. That's your child. And God will call you accountable if you don't man up. Your child should not go without wants. If you brought him into this earth, you should, you should be faithful enough to provide for him or for her. Amen? Tired of this attitude that, you know, I, I don't like her anymore. You know, she, she did this, she did that. And oh, okay, that's fine. That's understandable. But the kids are, are there. What the kids got to do with that? Hmm. I know I'm going to get a couple phone calls and emails, but that's okay. Amen. So here we see, according to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 12, that his children, Hafnai and Phineas, did, did not know and did not heed to the voice of the father. Why? Because the father lost the Authority. He lost the influence. He lost the direction. He lost the stewardship. And he lost the example. We as believers need to set the tone. We need to set the tone. That's part of our responsibility that God has delegated to us as individuals. Don't worry about what's happening in the White House. Worry about your house. 
Your house. Your house. You'd be surprised you go to people's houses and people are coming in and coming out and coming in and coming out and they don't even know who them people are. I'm like, did, did you know somebody was sleeping in your couch? Who? Oh, that must be, that must be my son's friend. My son's friend? Every time I hear that, I just literally see my belt come out of every loop. And I feel like Jesus, like cleaning the house, like, you know, and beating them too for being so gullible and so naive. Like people coming in and out of your house and you don't even know what's going on. And then you want order. You want others to do your job. No, you clean your own house. Who got the nurse to drop off their laundry and say, here, and make sure you put some extra starch on it when you're done and fold it and bring it to my house. I was like, you, I'm about to fold something else. Fold your head with this table. So here we see a clear example and, and, and we see a disconnect because when you look at the life of prophet Eli, when you look at the life of prophet Samuel, when you look at the life of Saul being the first king, when you look at the life of David being the second king, when you look at the life of Solomon being the third king of Israel, you see that their children, they were great leaders, but their children were totally the opposite of what their father was. Why? There must have been a disconnect in the household. You see, when you tell your child no, and the mother or the father says yes, right there and then you're splitting your house in two. And you don't even know it. It, it fascinates me how people that approve certain behaviors then demand from the other one to step up and correct it after the problem has been. First you were too hard, now you're too lenient. And because you didn't have a balance, now the child's out of control, and now the two of you are trying to figure out what went wrong and you didn't realize that the example that you set allowed that child to act the way that she or he is acting. Remember that saying when we were growing up, it takes a village to raise. That means everyone came together. I remember me. Before the report got to my mom, I was already beaten down. By the person that gave the report. And my mom had the nurse to tell the person over the phone, make sure you save some for me. You go to the stores today. This happened to me a few, uh, like a year ago. I, I thank God I didn't share it with my wife when it happened because I knew she would have gone to the store. And we would have been on channel 2240 and all of that, you know, catching a case. Because my wife is very protective of me. And I, and I know that just like I am with her, you know. And there was this five-year-old kid out of control. No! And the mom was trying to control him, you know, and I didn't know if the, if she was his mom or his sister, but we leave it there. But I'm assuming that was his mom, right? Because she was young as him. So I'm looking at this kid and, I, you know, I, it's my natural nature to say, hey, little man, hey, how you doing? Listen to mom. You know, you got to behave. This had the nerves to look at me and say, don't correct my child. In my mind, for a split second, I said, that kid is going to be the next killer. I, ha I had to repent, because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm human just like you, but it struck a nerve. So 
After a few months, I shared it with my wife. She said, you should have told me. I said, no, 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 no. No. This is so fresh in my mind that I decided to share it with someone at work. And this person had the nerve to say to me, well, you shouldn't be correcting no one's child. I would have said the same thing. And I looked at this person and said, and said, and and I said this, I said, wow. Wow. I was so hurt, literally. Because, you know, when you holy, you, you can't be rolling like you used to. You can't be saying what you used to say, even though you want to say it. I'm just being real. I'm just being real because sometimes I got to help myself to help myself. I got to save myself from myself because the first thing that comes, I, I, the first thing that comes to your mind is to send them straight to you know where. But you can't be say, saying that. So then a few weeks later, I run into her and she, she's there with her child. And her child's out of control. The one who told me that I would have told you the same thing. And I said, now I know. Now I know. You see, after a while, when you learn how to just give into something, it becomes normal. Even though it's not normal, it becomes normal. Kids putting their dirty feet on your couches becomes normal. After someone went to work and paid $3,000 for these nice couches, they tell you when they go into the house, I'm watching TV. Excuse me? They won't give you the remote even though you pay because they rule the house. Now, I can understand consideration. Somebody's watching something, let them watch it. But if you want to watch the 6 o'clock news and the 5 o'clock news, I don't care who's watching what. The channel's going to be switched. But nowadays, they tell you, won't you go to your laptop and download the app and watch it? Excuse me? Maybe I don't want to download nothing. Maybe you should download yourself out of my face. Before I... The attitude of many today, you you look at these kids, you know, and you say to yourself, just in general, and you say to yourself, is there hope? Yes, there is hope. If you change, they will change. Because the change that you want to see, you have to become that change. Are you hearing me? I have a close friend of mine. He, He was sharing with me a story about his son and he said that his son got arrested for for doing a crime and when he found out about it he went to the prison with his lawyer to go get his son out and in the midst of the transaction that was taking place the he starts venting to the police officer he's saying to the police officer man i don't know what's up with these kids why why are they acting up like that I, I don't know i don't know and the police officer said to him you know what your son said when he got arrested he told us that you'll be coming here with a lawyer and look at what you're doing look at what you're doing look at what you're doing i couldn't make a phone call like that to my mom if i was arrested She said, Tú tienes un closet, engancha esto. You got a closet? Hang this up. Engancha ¿Qué? When you come out, because back then, I don't know how it is now, when people call you from prison, they, they have a bill in there, they, they charge you for it. Nah, not with my mom. She makes sure you cleaned up that bill when you got out of there. You, you, you get what I'm saying? 
There was what? There was authority in the house. Are you hearing me? There was authority. Some of the things that you hear today, you know, you try to be nice to these kids and you make them a pancake. And then they got the nurse to say, that don't look like a pancake. And I turn around and say, and your face don't look like a face. Gloria a Dios. Levanten la mano un momentito, por favor. Lift up your hands for a moment, please. Eh, creo que Dios está preparándonos. I believe that God is preparing us para cosas venideras, para las cosas que vienen. For the things that are to come. Y no podemos obviar. And we cannot um, pasar por alto. We cannot uh, como pasar, como dejar pasar. We cannot disregard de que Dios that God está demandando de nosotros is demanding of us de que tenemos una responsabilidad that we have a responsibility solamente como líderes not only as leaders sino como hijos de Dios but as children of God el hecho de que tú no estés en un altar the fact that you're not on an altar o tengas un micrófono en la mano or have a mic in your hand eso no te minimiza a ti that doesn't minimize you tú eres un representante de Dios en esta tierra you're a representative of God here on this earth y, y es interesante que hablemos estas and it's interesting that we speak about these things porque lo que Pastor José habló because what Pastor José was speaking algo tocó mi espíritu something touched my spirit ¿y sabe qué fue lo que tocó mi espíritu? do you know what touched my spirit? que Eli that Eli siendo un, sacer, un gran sacerdote being, sumo a sacerdote, great, being a great high priest dice que sus hijos it says that his children no conocían a Dios did not know God eso me puso a temblar por dentro that caused me to begin to shake within como que a, a veces nosotros como líderes how is it that we as leaders perdemos la responsabilidad we lose the responsibility de instruir las generaciones que nos siguen of instructing the generations that are to come porque es una responsabilidad. Because it's a responsibility. Guiar las próximas generaciones. To 